Grand Rising, Grand Rising, happy people. Welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business podcast call. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. This is your host, Tracy Walker, and we do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard time. I am so excited to have you here. Make sure, if you haven't already, to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on your favorite live streaming platforms such as iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, all of those wonderful places. Go to your favorite one, do a search for Mind Your Business, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And last but not least, before we get into it, I want to remind you about our very special VIP podcast subscriber community. It's going to be a lot of things happening for those people coming up here in the fourth quarter of the year and beyond. So if you'd like to be a part of that very special VIP community, go ahead and text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. So let me tell you guys about Last evening, I was up literally until 3 a.m., and I had to get up at 7.15 to get my son ready and get him off to school. He has to be at school by 8.20. Like, he has to be walking in the door by 8.20, so I really have to be pulling up by, you know, 8.18, something like that. So just about three hours, four hours of sleep. Why? Why was I up so late? What was it that was so important? I was willing to sacrifice sleep. And let me just say, I am not one of those, you know, you know, grind, grind it out people. I'm not one of those team no sleep people. I'm not that, right? I am a very, from a spiritual side, I really do understand the power of sleep for your mind. From the physical side, I understand how your body heals, how your body digests, how your body just, you know, decompresses uh, when you are asleep. It is an amazing state. People should get eight hours of sleep, right? I just as best you can, as best you can get as much sleep as you can, okay? So I'm not one of those no sleep. We can sleep when we die. No, no, mm -mm. we're going to sleep now. (laughs) We're going to sleep now because I don't want to die anytime soon, okay? I got things to do, all right? I got a child to raise and get out here on the road. So I was up late, and so therefore it was a sacrifice because I really do enjoy sleeping. I think sleeping is something that we should do a lot more of. I think it's overrated, the whole no sleep, you know, movement, essentially. And the reason is because I was working on a very special project. And, and I've got this project coming up that I'm going to be doing at the end of October that is going to impact the lives of a lot of single mamas out there, okay? Now, will it impact the lives of other people, too, in other categories or other niches? The answer is yes. It will help people in general. But as a marketer, I understand the power of identifying your target market and speaking to them. So I was up till 3 in the morning, 3 in the a.m., because I was looking for the word combination that is going to serve as the title for my online, my live online summit, okay? It's going to be taking place. And, you know, I had one set of words, and 
you know, there's a little research tool that we use that helps to give us a, a statistical number, a, a percentage that gives us an idea if we're on the right track, right? And we want the number to be above 50%. We want, I'm sorry, we want the word, the combination of words for the title to be above 50%. And so I had this one set of words, and I like the, the three words, but I wasn't in love with the three words. And, and I've got a coach that talks about how she never likes her words, but as long as it's over this 50%, she runs with it, right? So I'm trying to get into her headspace. I'm trying to sit there and say, okay, how would she think about this? How would she handle this? And literally I'm like, nah, uh-uh, I can't do it, right? I can't do it. This is my first uh, project I'm doing like this, right, to this magnitude. And I say, uh, I really, I really can't do it. I just I got to feel a little bit more of the oomph. Have you ever felt like you just need to feel a little bit more oomph to something, right? Like the outfit that you wear, you're like, oh, it looks cute, but I need these shoes to make it pop, right? Or, oh, my hair is cute, but maybe if we put a little flip right here, a little curl right here, right, it's just something missing. Maybe even if you are more on the culinary side and you cook food, you know, like, oh, it tastes good, but it's missing something, right? You know that feeling, that feeling of just, it's just something off a little bit, and you don't know what, but you'll know it when you feel it, or you'll know it when you see it, or you'll know it when you taste it, right? You'll just know. And, and that's kind of how I was late last night. So I did a, I did a, a, a workshop with um, some of the people in, in our mastermind. We did a workshop, and we got that done in about an hour and a half, about 930, and I got back to the computer about 10.30 because I had some other stuff. So 10.30 to 3, I sat there and worked on these, this new set of words. And so my original set of words was at a 75%, okay? And that's really good. It's at a 75%. I could have just laid down with it and went ahead, but I, I, it was missing something. So I sat down and I said, huh, I got to work this out. I got to figure this out. There's got to be a combination that gives me the oomph that gives me that wow factor, that kind of gives me a gut punch, it gives me some sort of more impact. So I start playing around with words. I start playing around with words. I start playing around with words. I want you to understand that when it comes to marketing, marketing is an art. There, it, it is a science, too. There's a lot of things that go around marketing. Some of it is scientific. Like, for example, the, the certain combination of words, um, there's an analysis that's done that returns you back that percentage. That's kind of scientific. That's kind of like the science of it, right? That's the science. Like, if you have this combination of words that pro provoke these types of feelings in people or these types of thoughts, then that's a science. But the art is finding that. The art in marketing is finding the right mix. The art in marketing is being able to be as authentic as you possibly can. The art in marketing is thinking about who you're serving, the actual impact or result that that person, that group, that niche will have as a, as a result of coming into contact with your content. It's a combination of art and science. And sometimes many people give up on the marketing aspect because they don't believe that they're as creative as they actually could be or that they are.
See, a lot of times creatives do really, really well with the artsy side of things, right? The musicians, they can usually put words together. They can usually uh, write poems, right, and write lyrics and write hooks and things like that because they're creative. They can, their brain can hear melodies and harmonies, and they can see sometimes I've, I've heard people tell me that musical geniuses can actually see the notes dancing around in their heads. That is an artistic perspective. It's not scientific. It's artistic. And what happens is when people who put music together and record music and produce what we would consider an album and it goes onto a radio station, a single, or, you know, whatever it is that's really hitting at that time in the world of music, it's an art. It's usually something that the writer, not necessarily the performer, but the writer felt and the performer could convey it with their voice. Their voice had the right type of conveyance such that you could get the emotional impact, the feeling, whether it's a Mary J. Blige, you know, you feel her pain song and you got to get up and get get it moving, or whether it is you know, more of a, a trap music song where it's about money and getting you going and, you know, hey, there's no stopping, screw the haters, <laughs> right? Or, or whether it's more of a, um, a, a R&B song where, you know, you're singing about love and, you know, the happiness and the joy, a good old Al Green song, right? It doesn't matter. The artistic approach is something that is very, very unique and special. So when it comes to business and it comes to marketing, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, you got to switch sometimes and put on that creative hat. Now, I would not consider myself a creative, right? I would not consider myself a creative. If, if there were other categories, I would consider myself more of the intellectual, right, more of the intellectual. Like I read a lot, I study a lot, you know, I see things, I see different perspectives, uh, I'm able to process information, I can filter things pretty decently, and I can still maintain who I am in all of it, but I can receive information and then I can kind of sort it and I can delete what I need to and disseminate accordingly. So I'm more of the intellectual, right? I, I really like to understand things. I really do in real life, okay? I'm really like a bookworm. I'm, I'm really like a nerd, okay? I, well, I'm not really like I am. I am a nerd. But here's the deal. I'm the coolest nerd you're going to ever meet. Hello, mind your business. Did I say thank you for joining us on the call today? All right, let me get back to what I am saying. So I'm really like an intellectual. However, when it's time for me to tap into my creative side, sometimes it takes me a while to get into the mode. So why 3 a.m. from 10.30, 10 o'clock? Because it took me some time to get into the flow. It took me some time when my son goes to sleep and I'm not being distracted and I'm not being, hey, mommy, hey, mommy, watch this, look at this. Hey, mom, can I play the game? Can I stay up 15 more minutes? Up, 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 right? Taking a shower late, eating, all this, right? When he's a bit in the bed, sleep. And, and I feel that there's no distractions, and it's quiet in the evening. I work a lot better at nighttime. I am a night owl. I literally can start to think. And the creative, if I give it enough time, the creative juices will begin to flow. So I want you to understand that if you do not regard yourself as a creative, if you do not find that the words for titles and catchy sayings and things like that come to you easily, then it may be something that you just 
work on a little bit. It doesn't mean you have to spend your life becoming an expert and a master at it, but it can become a skill. It can become a skill that can help you and pay you down the road just because you know a little bit more or you had a little bit more experience or you stayed up a few more nights than the average person working it through, needing it. In other words, like how a cat would need or how you would need dough with your fingers, kneading it, nurturing it, right? So, so that creative process exists. It's artistic. Thus, marketing is an art. So I sit down. I'm going through this book, and there's a book that's called Words That Sell. There's a book that's called Words That Sell. So I get this book. And I'm going through this book, and it's just lists of words. It's not a book that you read like a novel or a story. It's a book that kind of gives you instructions on how to use the book at the beginning, but ultimately the words are just listed on the pages in different categories. So if you're looking for words that are more in alignment with romance, it it provides lists of words that have been proven to sell and invoke emotion, evoke emotion in buyers as it relates to romance. Or if you're looking for things that describe um, your quality, right, the quality of a particular business or whatever, right, time-tested, proven, right, Um, it gives lists of words. So I'm just going through this book. I'm looking at the list of words. And as I'm looking at the list of words, I'm thinking about simultaneously the people I'm looking to serve, single moms, right? And, and what is it that I want to do? I want to help single moms to understand. Like I'm just giving you the, what I want to do overall. I want to help them understand that being a money manager, being their own money manager, and being their um, own investment overseer perspective, from that perspective is not a hard thing to do. It's just you have to know what to do. And many people, like I said, it helps anybody, but because I'm talking specifically to single moms, I can understand the time constraints that they may feel because they're running, the running around, the multiple children, the activities, the school, the working, the coming home, the whining, the crying, the consoling, the understanding, the being an empathetic mom, the cooking, the grocery shopping, the sitting down for a minute, the watching what they're watching, right? Like so many, like my son is eight, but literally I spend a lot of time, like even if I'm doing something, my ear is listening to what he's listening to, right? My ear is picking up on what he's watching on YouTube. Why? Because I still have to be cognizant and monitor as best I can and filter, you know, things that may be inappropriate and make sure that he knows it's inappropriate. So, um, so your, your, your brain is always moving and it's doing multiple things, even if you're not trying to. When your children are around, you hear them. When my son is at the pool, no matter how much I could try to lay on a pool uh, chair and relax, I can't. My son knows how to swim. My son has been swimming since he was one years old. He doesn't need a life vest in this pool. He can swim in the deep. He can do He's got it, right? I feel very confident. But as a mother, I cannot fall asleep on that chair regardless of how tired or exhausted I am. My mind and my body won't let me do it because the protector of my cub, the protector of my baby, it won't let me do it. So you're just up a lot of times. 
and you're thinking a lot of times and you can't sleep and you're trying to figure things out and just the thought of investing at times can feel very overwhelming and difficult and challenging and the terminology and so single moms may avoid it. They may avoid what can be beneficial to them because they feel like it's hard. I understand that. I understand that. The good thing is that I actually went to business school. I actually have a master's degree, so I understand studying. You know, I can't say I'm the guru of all investing, but I can say I do have a, a, a level of understanding. I've had some success with investing in the past. I had a real estate investment company. I've made some money trading in the financial markets. Like, I've had some successes, so I get it. And I remember what things I had to learn and how I had to push through. So I wanted to bring this value to the table for single moms. So these words that I was looking for had to convey a message. It had to invoke a feeling in me. It had to make me feel like there was something powerful and impactful for these women to be able to say, you know what, yes, I want to take some time out of my day to listen to what this young lady has to say on the day of my live online summit. So it was important. So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, and I'm playing with words, and I'm looking, I'm looking, and I found one word, and I said, oh, that word looks good, and then I'll match it with another word, and I'll put it in the analyzer, in the tool, and it'll come back 45%. Uh, not good enough. Okay, well, well, let me see. Let me take that word out, and let me put, what word did I like? Let me take that word and match it with, uh, let me find another word, put that in there, boom, okay, 50%. Uh, okay, but my last phrase was already 75%. So now I'm on this quest. I'm on this quest, this internal battle, if you will, to outdo myself, right? If my last set of words could be 75% in one category, maybe my next set of words could be 100% or it could be a little bit more comprehensive. It might still be 75%, but maybe it's more well-rounded, a more robust type of dynamic to the words. And so I kept going, I kept going. And lo and behold, it had to be about 2.30, and a magic set of words popped in my head. I typed it inside of the tool, and that joker said 100%. I didn't even know you could get 100% on this tool. Never saw it before, and I've only been using the tool for about two weeks. So it doesn't mean I'm the most the expert in it, but just from typing out different words in the last two weeks consistently, I just – I'd never seen the thing really above 75%. So I'm thinking, well, maybe 75% is like, you know, the end all be all. If you get 75%, just go. That thing came back 100%. I said, yikes. Yikes. 100%. I put a message in my chat with some of my um, mastermind people, and I'm like, man, look at this phrase. This phrase is 100%. Folks are like, what? 100%? How do you do that? And I said, oh, my goodness, 100%, 100%. And I said, well, 100%, but it was 100%, but it was only in – so the the analysis came back 100%. But as I was saying, the tool will tell you whether it's more intellectual, whether it is more spiritual, or whether it is more empathetic, right? But there's a combination where you can get all three, which one of my other – mastermind um, colleagues, she had put something in for hers, and she had this thing called triple impact. And I read that it says triple impact is the perfect combination. 
So I said, okay, I got 100%, but it's only on the intellectual side. I wonder if I could take this phrase some kind of way and make it so that it is more impactful, where it is a triple impact. And I kept playing with it, I kept playing with it, and I changed one word. And I didn't change the word. The word has the same meaning, but I changed the spelling of the word. I changed the way that one would speak the word, right? You know, for example, like if you were to say automobile or if you were to say car, they both mean the same thing. Kind of like if you were to say the word cell phone, mobile phone, right? You Cell, mobile. It's the same thing, but it's a different word. You get where I'm going? Okay, um, you could say a house shoe, you could say a slipper, right? You get what I'm saying? It, it, it's the, it means the same thing. You know that it's the same, it's referring to the same thing, but it's a different way that you say it. So I changed this word kind of like that. It had the same meaning, it meant the same, but it just, it, it appealed different. And when I did that, when I changed my 100% phrase, only intellectual over changing that one word, I got triple impact but I realized that it went down to 75%. And my question to myself was, would I rather have 100% and it only appeal to the intellectual side of people, or would it be okay to come down to 75%, which is what I had with my original phrase to begin with, but now it's triple impact. Now it's appealing to all three areas of people. And I said, you know what, I'm going to roll with the triple impact. I'm going to keep my 75% on this, but because I've been able to match the combo where I can get all three spheres of, of states that we want to tap on, I'm going to go with that. So it took me from 10, 10.30 at night to 3 a.m. to get to that point. And it was at that point that I felt this was it. It was the right amount of brown sugar and cinnamon in the sweet potatoes, right? It, it was in the yams. It, it was the right amount. It was the right amount of, of caramel creamer inside my coffee in the morning. It's the right amount. <laughs> it was the right amount of, of joy, right, that at 3 in the morning when I saw 75% triple impact, my eyes got big, and I knew. I said, yes, this is it. This is it. Could somebody tell me that phrase would be it? No. Could your coach give you that phrase? No. Well, maybe, but technically no. Could you go and try to get advice? You could, but you got to get in there and you got to do the work. You got to do the work. And then you feel like you are in control of what's going on in your business. Now, could you outsource it? Absolutely. You could outsource it and somebody else could come up with it. But if you're at a point where you're not looking to pay thousands of dollars for copywriting, and trust and believe, copywriting is one of the highest paid skills <clears throat> because it's the words that cause people to buy. And, and that's, that's what this is in business. You, you, you are making a financial transaction. And if people aren't financially transacting with you, one reason could be you're not making them any offers. 
right? But if you are making them offers and they're not buying, it's because you're not necessarily moving them if you're talking to the right people, right? Now, if you're not talking to the right people, then what you're saying isn't going to move them anyway, which is why I said at the very beginning it's so important that you identify your target market so you can utilize the right words that move that segment of people into action, into buying action. So was it worth the sacrifice last night to find the right word combination to name as the title of my online summit that's coming up? Yes. And you know what else that did? The rest of the building blocks that I have to do to move the progression of this summit forward, now those things get done without delay. There's no procrastination. For the last four or five days I had been, I don't want to use, really use the word procrastination, but I wasn't 100% sold on my words, even though the system told me it was 75%, my original said I wasn't sold in my spirit. I am a single mom. So I was looking for something. I was looking for something. I said, if I was a single mother that was looking for something about investing and how to get answers, would this move me? Could uh, 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 uh kind of like that. That's how I felt. But when I found that set, that combination set, I said, this moves me. I got excited. It's three in the morning. I'm supposed to be going on ahead and getting in the bed and I'm wired up. I'm on Facebook still searching. I'm still scrolling on Instagram. I'm looking at emails. So I had to wind myself down and say, okay, Tracy, put it down. Put it down. Go your butt to sleep. You only got four hours, girl. Okay, you're going to be upset. You're going to be upset, Trace, when 7.15 roll around, and you're going to feel like it's been 15 minutes. You're going to be angry. Put it down. But I had to wind myself down because I was so excited about what I had found through the creative process. And I felt like it was something I did, which I did do. You want that. So in your business, in your marketing you want to be able to convey messages to the right groups of people that cause them to move. You want them to move. In business, we want them to move into a buying action. In a church, you want them to move into a you know, religious person. You want them to you know, accept Jesus or whatever it is from a Christian church, right? You want them to move. You want people in a relationship, uh, ladies, right? You want that man to move to, you know, see you as his wife and, and get down on one knee and propose to you, right? You want that movement. Nobody wants to be stagnant. You want to move. And so when you can get people to move in your business, the money in their pockets moves with them. And as I've said, I had a mentor tell me a long time ago, the, all the money that you need is in somebody else's pocket. The secret is finding how to get them to give it to you willingly, legally, morally, and ethically. That's the secret. If you can get somebody to be excited about forking over $5,000 to you, 
because they believe that what they are getting in exchange is far greater than that $5,000, then you, my friend, are doing amazing as long as you are truly providing the value, as Wallace D. Waddles teaches in The Science of Getting Rich, you don't have to be a con person. You don't have to overprice things. You don't have to do that. So long as the value that you are giving to somebody is far exceeds the amount of money that the person who wants it perceives it to be in exchange for what they're giving you, as long as the value exceeds the dollar amount in that person's mind, then you, my friend, have a secret solid mix. So I wanted to provide a lot of value. So I kept going and going and going. I didn't want to just sell stuff. I want to sell things that help people make changes, and I want to sell things because I am worthy of the money. I'm worthy of it. Guess what? You are worthy of it too. So sit down. Get that marketing assignment done. Get that work done. Get that headline finished. Stay up till two or three. It's temporary. It's a temporary sacrifice for a long-term gain. That's how I look at it. If I invest my time, I have to see and understand without a doubt that if I invest my time, which is the only thing I can never get back, I can get health back. I can get money back. I can't get time back. It's the only thing that once you use it, that's it. So it is the most precious commodity. If I invest my time in something, it must produce a result. There's a guy that says only buy things that pay you to own them. Only buy things that pay you to own them. So if it doesn't pay you to own it, then it's a waste of your time. So I went and I bought the domain names. I bought two domain names for my new little fancy, catchy, 75% triple impact phrase. (laughs) I went and bought the domain names. I bought the domain names because I'm buying something that's going to pay me to own it. See, those domain names are going to pay me to own them because of what I am going to do with them, how they are going to impact people, how they are going to be utilized in the marketplace. Those domain names are going to pay me to own them. That digital real estate that I purchased last night is going to pay me to own it. So I want you to consider being willing to sacrifice temporarily for the long-term gain, the thing that you know is going to pay you to own it. It's going to allow you to create the freedom. It's going to allow you to live your life. And these are the things that marketing can help you to do. So for all my creatives out there, hop to it. You guys can get right down. I got friends that get right down, get on the computer. One of my best friends is like a sister to me. She literally can go on a computer. She's a graphics person too. Like, she creates images and logos and all this. Like, she's a creative. She's a creative and she's an empath. So she can, she can create things and she can design things and you can tell her, hey, because she'll ask. Like, she's created logos for me before and she's like, what do you want it to feel like? And I'll say, I want it to feel powerful. I want it to feel, uh, you know, 
emboldened, right? Or I could say I wanted to feel soft. I really wanted to feel um, uh, very loving, right? I wanted to feel loving. I wanted to feel soft. I wanted to feel fluffy, <laughs> right? I can give her these words, and she'll say, okay. And she can go, and she'll whip up something on the computer like you whip it up on the, on the stove, <laughs> right? And she'll come back and say, hey, what do you think about this? I'm like, wow. That's an amazing concept. And then from that concept, we can build on different things. So for you creative, you can just go to your computer. You can just sit down. You can play with a couple of things, and voila, magically you've got something out of your oven, and you make it look so easy because guess what? Your gift will make room for you. That's your gift. But that might not be the other person's gift like me. I don't have that gift. That's why I have to have people that do graphic design work because I'm not her. Okay? I, I know I wanted to feel fluffy. But I don't know how to draw it so it looks fluffy without it looking crazy. So I need somebody else who can take the word fluffy and make it look like, it, you know, a three-year-old didn't draw it in art class with finger paint. <laughs> okay? I have to do that. And I understand that. But I also understand that when it's something that belongs to me, it's my responsibility to do as much as I can with it, even if I need to pass it on, do as much as I can with it and then ask for help and then pass it on and then say, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm looking for. Here's where I want to go. I need some help with it, but I got to give somebody my little broken down apple pie first and I got to tell them this is what I put in it. Here's the ingredients. Here's how I did the recipe. Why isn't it working right? And then somebody that can help me can look at that and move some things around and say, ah, here's the problem, but I can't give somebody a blank slate, really, when it's, when it's my thing, and you, you can't even tell them how you want it to feel. You can't even tell them how you want it to show up. You can't even tell them how you want it to, to look and impact. You got to do that work. You're the marketer. You're the CEO. You're the visionary. So creators get it done. My non-creators, guess what? Get it done. It's, there's no excuses. My, my my brother said, deuces to the excuses the other day. We were finishing up our mastermind. Deuces to the excuses. I said, I like that. Deuces to the excuses. Y'all hear me? So go ahead and wrap that up today. Wrap it up in your mind. Deuces to the excuses. Get her done. Get them done. Whatever. Get her. Get him. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Just get it done. Sacrifice the time now for the long-term gain, and remember your investment in things. You should only be paying for things, or you should only be buying things that pay you to own them. With that said, I truly, truly, truly want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business call today. This is where you can come and get your, um, your daily dose of mindset, of marketing, and, of course, money. This is your host, Tracy Walker, and we do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to make sure that you know to subscribe to this amazing, amazing podcast. I'll be so grateful for your subscriptions. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button on your favorite live streaming platform, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, all the big ones and some small ones too, Amazon, all right, um, and, and do a search for Mind Your Business and subscribe. I'd also invite you for my very special people to go ahead and um, join my VIP podcast community, my subscriber list. We can, uh, or you can get that done by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. And before we are done and done, 
be sure to head over to www.winwithtracy.com. Here's where you can get access to a couple of free tools I've got. Number one, you can get access to the feed for this podcast, right? You can also get access to my free gift that I have for you, which is the revelation that saving money is dumb. If you didn't know that, let me break it down. Let me show you in this video. Let me show you exactly why it's dumb. Let me draw it out because that's exactly what I do. And I give you the numbers and I show you how the banking system and how the feds work, how it all works, and why you are a pawn in this game and how that is the dumbest thing that you could be doing right now. Saving your money is dumb. And how to do what the smart money people are doing instead. So I appreciate you for tapping in and tuning in. Be sure to join us tomorrow, same line, same time. I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your amazing, prosperous day, and be blessed. Later.